Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thank okay. God. Okay. Yeah, I know. We just had some some. It's my internet, honestly. It's just absolute hot garbage um, upstairs in my office, which is why I've been recording down here, which is fine. But like, my better equipment is upstairs. But whatever. Um, a good thing it happened, honestly, like within five seconds of starting. Because if this, like, if we had issues, it's so frustrating. It I will really say is. like. I don't know about, I don't know if this is how Gil, first off, I don't know anything about like internet connections. Like, and I'm the one who sets everything up every time we move, but like when they're like, how many, is it gigahertz? I don't even fucking know. Whenever they ask like how much you need, like I have to yeah. like, defer to Tom and like Tom tells me what we need, but like, because we're in a bigger space, I think we need even more now, but it's so funny. Cause I'll be like, Hey, I think we need to like up our whatever. And he's like, no, 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 we're fine. I'm like, Hmm. So let me get this straight. Your computer works great because it's right next to the router. So all yep. the gaming systems are good to go, but I have to suffer. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And like, I don't know what it is. Cause like his computer, like we're both upstairs. His computer works fine. And like, I'm constantly in my office getting logged out of like my VPN for work. And like the, the this hasn't worked in like a yeah. month upstairs. Where's the router? It's down here. So, like, but, I keep saying, like, I should just move it into my office. Yeah. But I think it needs, I don't, again, but then I don't that, know. I, I'd be curious, because, like, you're, well, I'm assuming it's by your TV, and you're at mm-hmm. the opposite end of the house upstairs, so I wonder if that's why, versus, like, Gil's probably just, like, right under, right above the router. Or close to it. He's closer, probably, in distance than you are. Yeah. You just need a fucking extender. <laughs> it's Prime Day. Maybe they have a deal going on. And sensing some shopping. I have been added. Like, so Gil started adding things to the pro- to the cart. And so like I started adding things. And now Smart. I'm just hoping. No, but like you everything I'm adding is like $170. Like I'm like, oh, a new blow dryer. <laughs> uh, a new steamer for the floors. Because I hate my floors. And a laser hair remover. Oh, I want one so bad. I found one that I really want. But like. Same. That one was only like 70 bucks. So like. Okay. I'm hoping that he just like sees it and is like, we need these things, like check out. Yeah. But I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be like, Do you really want this or should I save for later? later? <laughs> so many times. He'll be like, Oh, I'm gonna buy something, whatever, and I'll have like three books in the cart. And I'm like, he's just gonna check out. And then I look and it's like save for later. And I'm like, Motherfucker. I just don't want to look. Like if Tom ever did that to me, I would be screwed because I just click check out. Like sometimes I don't even check and like if anything, I'll return stuff after I get it. Right. That's how I operate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. It and it's just like rude. It is rude. Cause then I'll be like, oh, like, did you want those? I would have bought I would have bought them Obviously. for you. And I'm like, well, now like heart. Yeah, I'm like, don't ask me. Like, just do it. And I'll be like, wow, that's so nice. Yeah, like a- and like after the fact, like I always get like a guilt trippy of like, of course I want them, but like, don't worry about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you wanted to buy them for me, you would have done it then. Like Last year, Prime Day, I wanted to buy a new Kindle. And he was like, I'll buy it for you. 
And then it was kind of on like back order, I think, because like everybody's buying Kindles on Prime Day. And a week later, it's still hadn't shipped. So I canceled the order because I was like, you know, we're going on our honeymoon soon. And like, we're just going to be spending a lot of money. And I'm going to want like him to buy me things there. So I canceled it. And then I told him, I was like, hey, like I canceled whatever. Like, I know we have the honeymoon coming up. He's like, well, I would have bought you stuff there anyway. Like, And I was just like, I know. Like, I just like felt bad. Yeah. Because he's like not, bad. and he's like not a person who like, wants to receive gifts ever so i feel like i i mean like obviously we like have different love languages and we do things to like show our love in like different ways but i feel like when he's like does things like that and then i'm like okay like when you know when we were in greece i was like all right like well, what what do you want i want to buy you a souvenir and he's like i don't like nothing yeah and i'm like okay but like i just made you buy me this like 300 dollars ring like should probably buy you something i was like do you want like a t-shirt like i don't know do what do you want <laughs> i made him buy uh, yeah i made him buy me a ring i mean i made him buy me a t-shirt it just had like it's like oh like the cats of greece and it's just like a weird like cartoon drawing oh like God. all these different cats it's my favorite t-shirt um but yeah i'm always like oh you should just buy this for me like whenever we're on vacation but I've already like, well, told what Tom you when want? we go to Italy, I'm like, so I want gold when we're there. And then, of course, I'm like, well, and then Leah needs something. <laughs> my, my, at the time, five month old is going to need a piece of gold. <laughs> yeah, you, he should buy it for her for when she, like, turns a certain age. Obviously, like, I wouldn't, like, get her anything that she can only wear for, like, a year. Yeah, no, that's stupid. Yeah. But There's I was so thinking, many- like, a cutie little bracelet or a cutie little necklace or something. Yeah. Just to have. And then obviously one for me. Duh. And one for me, her other mom. (laughs) All the moms. And I'd be like, hey, babe, you want a fucking gelato? Here's my gift to you. Love you. Yeah, right? That's like literally (laughs) it. My mom was just there and she was like, I was like, okay, like if they have like, I just want like a plain pair of like gold, like huggy hoops, like really small hoops. And um. I was like, I don't care where you get them. Like, you don't have to get them on, like, the Ponte Vecchio. Because, like, everything on the Ponte Vecchio is so much more expensive than if you had just, like, Turned two corner. blocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I when I was there, I bought – actually, I bought this ring off of it. and But I was like, well, we went to Venice, which is, like, the Rialto, another, like, bridge with a bunch of gold jewelry dealers – um, we ended up just like going off of the Rialto to buy something and it was so much cheaper. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I didn't need you. Cause she was like, oh, I didn't get them. They were like $700. And I was like, okay, first of all, thank you. Cause I can just yeah. go to like, I could just go to a jeweler here and get them for like 200. I was like, but I did not need them off of the Ponte Vecchio. Like you could have gone anywhere else. Yeah. Um, it's like the equivalent of like our tourist areas. Like don't yeah. shop in the tourist like, areas. Just veer off a little bit. She picked up um, a necklace for my aunt. That, like, obviously my aunt paid for because it was, like, 800 euro. So, like, probably $1,000. And it's really, really cute. It's, like, um, it's, like, I forget what they're – I don't know why I'm having such an issue. It's, like, the trendy, like, chain link, like, like chains. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, it's, like, gold and white gold. Ooh. It's really pretty. But I was, like, for that much – like, you could definitely get it here for, like, A wee cheaper. bit cheaper, maybe. So – Again, I mean, like, if I was there buying it for myself, I would want it, like, from, like, the place you get it. But if someone else is buying it for me, I don't care where it came from. Yeah, no, seriously. <sighs> anyway. Mm. What We're have here you for been reading? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 
I, I, we say this every time, like I never remember what I talked about last time, but I do remember this time because I want to follow up on two different books. Okay. So do your worst was the arc on NetGalley that I got that I was like, Oh, yeah. oh I think you would if like, I like this. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. I think that you would like it too. I think it's like a very like perfect, like spooky season book. Like I'm not like spooky season book. raving about it, but I think like for like October, it was very cute. The spice was good. Um, I was like a big fan of The Roommate, which is by the same author, Rosie Dannon. And Do Your Worst is kind of like supernatural, where like The okay. Roommate is not. It's like very like normal. It, in like yeah real whatever. world real world um so do your worst it's about a curse breaker who goes to this like castle in scotland and she has to break this like like thousand year old curse not not a thousand years but like a very like maybe like i don't know 500 however long very big curse that's been on this castle and there's an archaeologist also there working who just like happens to be like very handsome and like sexy and He's like all like science, like as like everything's like a matter of fact. And she's obviously like a curse breaker. So he's like, this person is a scam artist. So they're like enemies to lovers, but like forced proximity workplace. And they just like fall in love and it's kind of great. And there is a real curse and she does break it. Spoiler okay. alert. Okay. It was cute. So if you're looking for something, it comes out, I think in October. Um, so if you're looking for like a cute spooky, oh no, sorry. It comes out November 14th, but like that time of year, if you're looking for like a like a spooky season read, I would definitely, I would, you know what? I would read it on Kindle. I'm not saying buy the book, but I think it's a good like Kindle read. The cover is cute though. The cover is really cute. I just like feel like, I don't know. I feel like when I've bought things, I guess because I'm not like a spooky season kind of person, like when things are even like, okay, I love Christmas. Even but like when I buy a book, I wouldn't buy a book that's like Christmassy because I feel like I don't want it on my shelf unless it's Christmas season. I this one you. doesn't have a spooky this like this cover is really cute it doesn't look like spooky season but some of them like look very like halloweeny and i'm just like i don't want that on my shelf all the time but no do your worst it's a very cute cover um i listened to the king of pride audio by anna wong so it's book two in the kings of sin like um i think it's going to be seven books i assume it's like each right. one of the seven deadly sins and i loved king of wrath I honestly, I think maybe if I was reading versus audio, because it does make a big difference, I think I would have liked King of Pride more. But I just, the audio, like, the narrators were really good, but I wanted so much more from Kai, who's, like, the male main character, and I just feel like I wasn't getting it. Like, King of Wrath, I got everything I wanted, like... I think also Jacob Morgan was the narrator for King of Wrath. And like, I think that he's just like top notch as far as male narrators go. Um, But it was good. Like it was fine. I just expected to like it a lot more. Um, I read Radiance by Grace Dravin, which I think I talked about last time too, because I was talking about how like the cover is so ugly, Mm -hmm. but how like I liked it because it was ugly. Again, it was like a very cute kind of story like okay so it's a fantasy book and it's an arranged marriage and there she's human and he's like a different species and they both are like 
this person is the ugliest person I've ever met in my whole life. But they like become like really good friends. And because they become like such good friends, they start to be like, okay, no, actually this person isn't that ugly. And then they fall in love. Yeah. Oh my God. And I loved it. And I love a friends to lovers. And I feel like no fantasy books do friends to lovers. The friend in every fantasy book ends up being like the worst person. (laughs) Yes. Like it never works out. Perfect example. I was just going to say, uh, I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler. You like you know from the beginning that Dane is not going to be it. Um, what was cool. it like these hollow vows too? What was his name? Like Sebastian, yeah. I think, or whatever. And I always like want to root for the best friend because I love a friends to lovers, but I always know when it's a fantasy book. No, no. I will say I feel like there was one. Oh my god, what book did we read last year? Siege of Storm. Siege and Storm. Siege and oh Storm, God. I want to say, is what's it called? It's yeah. part of a trilogy. Oh, yeah. Mal, yes. Shadow and That's Bone. the only friends to... But I and will I w- say... But I was rooting for Nikolai the whole time. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mal. Like, Mal. Okay, if you've not read Shadow and Bone, even if you've, like, watched the series, he's better in the show. But, like, Mal, yeah. to me, like, I was just, like, so over him. The minute that you meet Nikolai, I'm like... Yeah, no, Mal's got to go. Like, <laughs> kick him out. I needed, oh. I was like, I was rooting for Nikolai the whole time. The whole time. And then she time. ends up with Mal, and I was like, no, why? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just want to like, rip these pages out and just, like, leave it open-ended. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he wasn't bad. He was just, like, no, he so, a bad, like, yeah. meh to me. He's a wet noodle. He brought Such nothing a noodle. to the table. And, okay, so I don't think that you ever read the Selection series, and I don't remember their names except for, like, the main, the main character. Her name was America. Um, okay. But it's almost like – it's like in The Hunger Games, right? Like, I started off – I was like, Gail. Like, I – it took me so long to finally come around to PETA. Like, I was, like, Same. still, like, halfway through, like, the third book. And I was like, still like, no, I'm still rooting for Gale. Like I was hardcore Gale until, and if you have, this is not a spoiler. If you don't, if you haven't read or watched the Hunger Games movies yet, this is on you. Until the end when Primrose is killed, I was like still very firmly team Gale. And um, that's like, the only one that I like really held out. In the selection series, her best friend. So she, it's like almost like, um, like the bachelor, but for like, I forget. It's like dystopian, like royalty kind of like thing. And she's like selected to compete for like the prince's hand in marriage or whatever. And her best friend who like, she's like in love with becomes like a guard. And I like forget every, but like I was never like really rooting for him. Like I kind of always wanted her to be with the prince and like, that's who she ends up with. I think his name was Max. They were going to make a show about it. I was very excited. And honestly, like the fact that it hasn't been made, I don't know what they're doing. It's like the perfect, like it would be perfect on like the CW. Like a show like that. Um, (laughs) Anyway. I just don't like how in a lot of those books with the friend, I feel like you get a lot of love triangles out of it. And I can't really stand a love triangle. No, I know. I'm thinking these hollow vows. 
Yes. Um, even that book that Mary sent a picture of us too. And she's like, oh, I picked this up at like a local store, blah, blah, blah. It was called The Naturals. It's by Jennifer oh, yeah. Lynn Barnes. Like she writes the Inheritance Game series. She has another series. And don't get me wrong. Like The Naturals is a good series. It's rated really well on Goodreads. I think I've read like most of the series. But it's, I guess if you read them, you'd understand what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say. is like, it's very, I don't want to say repetitive, but it's like the same like outline for, for a book. Yeah just kind of like copy and paste into different books it's still really good but it's it just it's a love triangle and it's between these friends that she meets so like not like a childhood friend but i feel like there's just a lot of love triangles when it comes to like your best the best friend character and i'm i don't mind a love triangle but it's definitely not something i'm like yippee like no. i kind of almost I like also... push it to the bottom the, the bottom the bottom of a tbr list because i just don't want to fucking deal with the love triangle no and i feel like love triangles are very popular in YA books. Yes. Like most YA books have some sort of love triangle. Um, but I feel like that's very like teen angst, right? Like, yes. And like, like crushing on a couple people. Yes. Which is like so normal. So normal. Uh, I feel like we've just grown out of like the love triangle teen angst phase of our lives. I also just like, I don't know. I've just started to feel so bad for the best friend in a lot of these situations where they're like, because especially in like a Y, they're not always like the bad guy, right? Like in the fourth wing, Dane is very easy to hate. Yes. But I was rooting for him for most of the books. I was like, I also like, just because romantically, like people don't work out. I hate that. Like they have to all of a sudden become like enemies. Like why can't they still be, like remain friends? Um, so I was like, I don't like him for Violet. Obviously I wanted her with Zayden, but. But you like why her Violet's, Violet's friend. Right. I was like, but like, they're like, they have been best friends. They grew up together. Like, I want him to still, and like, he really was trying to protect her. Like, yes, it wasn't the protection that she needed, but I understood like his motivations with wanting to get her out of like yeah. the quadrant or whatever. So I was like, he's not a bad person. And then at the end, you find out some other things, but I was really rooting for him, like not to be a lover, but just to remain like a, like, a nice side character. I hear you. I'm trying to think of like the first book that comes to mind. There's a couple of YA books that I just love in general that don't have a love triangle. And the first yep. two that come to mind are Caravel. Well, I guess you could say even Once Upon a Broken Heart, that's not a love triangle. A little um, bit. A little bit. All right. But just like not real. Not but like really. Not but really. Like, like brings it up for a hot second day. But um, and then The Prison Healer. That's not a love triangle. I was going to say Prison Healer. Um, I know you haven't finished it, obviously, but Dance of Thieves is also not Love Triangle as far as YA fantasy books So go. is um, Jack the Ripper series. It's by Carrie Maniscalco. She writes the Kingdom of the Wicked series. That's not – that's actually – I think I've said this a couple times before. She The Jack the Ripper series is my favorite YA love story. Yeah. I love them so much. Wow. And I still have British read accents. Them. British yeah. accents, well, mate. They're not like a book that I'd be like, you have to pick this up right now but it's like hey if you really don't know what to read and you're in the mood for like i would say like it, again it's like early 19th century actually no i think it's even earlier i think it's 1800s that this is set in um very jack the ripper-esque in time you know obviously because that's who they're hunting but right. if you're in the mood for like a mystery romance that doesn't have spice like that's a great book recommendation that that's i have good. for you today that's good to know um Quickly moving on. 
I guess. Oh, and Truly Devious. I always have to say about Truly Devious. I fucking I like, love that you... YA series. See, like, that's another one that I'm always like, do I pick it up? Truly Devious. And then there's another one that I'm always like, I want to say it's by Bridget Kemmerer. Oh, um, I have it. Well, Defy the Night's a really great series that you and I both like. Yes. Defy the Dawn. Defy, defend, defy the defend Night. The, defy the Night. Defend the Dawn. Yes. No, what's the other one that I'm thinking of? I think it's different than the one that, that you're thinking Forging of. Silver, Silver Stars? That's not the one I was thinking. Oh. Um, well, that was good, too. Hold, hold, please. Love Triangle, though. Well, of course, it's YA. Oh, uh, A Curse So Dark and Lonely. Oh, yes, yes. I always That's think, like, always I want to read that. Too. Yeah. And then, and then, like, every time I go to Bard's Level 2, I'll, like, pick it up and be like, mm, not today. Okay, hold on. I have a thought. What if... In the month of August, our fantasy. Do we pick a fantasy book for August? We did, but we can change it. We I said mean, that we, we were going to do the new, um, like the From Blood and Ash Castile's book. Oh, that's right. I don't care pushing it off or just like Me. not doing an episode on it. Um, to be determined. Have a, but, but I don't mind doing it. A Curse So Dark and Lonely if you want to do that. Because that's both been on our TBRs for forever and we have yet to pick it up. Another one too that we both own. Ember in the Ashes. I know. You know what? Maybe we'll do a poll oh, yeah. on like Instagram it. and we'll see, like, we'll, we can put, like, those three and see what people vote. <coughs> Choking on my own water. You're beautiful. Um, yeah. I also read um, The Shutout, or I guess just Shutout. I don't think it's The. Anyway. Um, by Avery Keelan. It's her newest hockey romance. Um, it's actually my favorite of her so far. I gave it five stars. I really liked it. Um, I like Tyler. I liked Sarah. Sarah has like ADHD and she's kind of all over the place. Um, and like very relatable in that way. And Tyler. Okay. So like you don't watch hockey, but like goalies are like known to be like the weirdos on the team. Um, they all have like these like weird like, they're like, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, he kind of exhibits some of that, like, goalie behavior where he's, like, more, like, reserved and, like, pulled back from everybody and, like, whatever. But he's just, like, a little sucker for her. And she is, so it's, like, a brother's best friend kind of thing. So she moves from, she transferred from her college in Arizona to Massachusetts to go to school closer to home because her mom is going through chemo for breast cancer. And because she's transferring in like um, spring semester, she moves in with her brother and his two roommates who are also hockey players. And when she meets Tyler, she's like, oh, fuck, because she was visiting her. Fr okay, so her friend, Abby, also goes to the school. She was visiting her friend in October for Halloween. And she has this like crazy, like sex in the club bathroom with this like random person dressed up as Hades. And it ends up being... Tyler, who's her brother's teammate, one of his best friends, and now her roommate. So it's fascinating. It was very good. Um, college hockey, obviously. Um, then I read All the King's Men. Um, it's the duology by Kennedy Ryan, Obsessed. It's like I didn't I just don't even know why I bought them. I was like, oh, I saw like I saw like one TikTok about these books and I like Kennedy Ryan. So I just like bought them when we went to Barnes Noble. And then I devoured these books. Um, 
I did not know what they were about. I didn't check any triggers. Like I was just like, I'm just going to go in. And I'm happy I did it that way because I really didn't know where the story was going like 98% of the time, but I loved it. And then I read um, Heart of the Raven Prince, which is book two in Tasanya Odette's Entangled Fae series, which I've talked about before. Curse of the Wolf King is book one. They're all fantasy, fairy tale, fae retellings. I like that. Say that a couple so times. So this one was like a Cinderella retelling. Um, really enjoyed that. Then I read Same Time Next Summer by Annabelle Monahan. And it's like, it was just like a very cute and quick second chance, childhood friends to lovers, dual timeline, dual POV. The only like little issue I had with it, I don't like cheating. And unless like the FMC is like with like a horrible man who deserves to be cheated on. Um, and like physically she didn't cheat on her fiance, but like emotionally she definitely like was having okay. an affair and like, they were definitely not right for each other, but like he wasn't a bad guy. And I just kind of like felt bad for him when she just like ends things with him. Like, because she's not really, they're together for four years. They are engaged. They're supposed to be getting married in a few months. Mm -hmm. She like reconnects with like her childhood lover, um, who I really, really liked. Um, but she doesn't like show like throughout the four years, like she kind of is like lying about who she is. She like is putting on this, like trying to be this like person. So I felt bad for him. Like, yeah, I don't like, that. I don't know. I kind of wanted like him to end things with her. I don't know. I just like, it made me feel bad. Um, but I did like it. Like, okay. So you obviously read love in other words because I made you and um, a book that is often compared to is every summer after by Carly fortune. Um, or I should say it's the other way around because love in other words, one came out first and two was so much better, but I did read every summer after. And I was like, I really liked it. And I would like, was like devouring it as I was reading it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, it's giving me love in other words vibes. And I love love in other words. So like, this is like perfect. And then you find out the big twist in Every Summer After, why the two like main characters aren't together in the present day is because she cheated on him with his older brother. It's so funny because I, I like getting flashbacks to the Barnes and Oldley we went to together and I picked it up because I was like, oh my God, I see this all over TikTok. And you literally held the book uh, like when I was in my hand and you were like, no, 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 put that down. <laughs> and it's like weird because like I liked the book and then I got to that part and at first I was like, oh, it's fine. They were young. And then, like, the longer I sat on it, I was, like, absolutely fucking not. Like. Yeah. It wasn't like she, like, she fucked his brother. That's weird. And, like, you have to, I mean, like, obviously you're not going to read it, but, like, you have to, like, read the story to understand, like, how fucked up it was. Like, yes, like, he went to college and he wasn't calling as much. You don't fuck his brother. Just because he's not calling that much. Yeah. Um, that's a red flag in my opinion <laughs> yeah I never picked up so she just wrote a second book called meet me at the lake and apparently there is like cheating in that as well so I'm just like I just think that maybe the books aren't for me anymore like at this point like if you're on the fence about it I say read it because I enjoyed reading it but I just but like you don't really, like it intro yeah it just it. really pissed me off um like really bad like I just don't I made it to actually <laughs> a lot 
I made a TikTok the other day and I was like couples that I wholeheartedly believe like did not stay together after the book ended. And that was one of them. And I'm beginning like a little bit of shit on that video. So let me get this um, straight. She fucks his older brother, but they still stay together. Well, they break up for like 10 years. And then the mom, like, okay, so they have, they, they each have like, the boys live there year round at this lake house. And she visits every summer with her family to their lake house. And her and the brother, I forget their names. Maybe Sam. I'm going to say his name is Sam. Her, whoever she is, and Sam, maybe, um, like, are, like, best friends and, like, whatever. And the older brother's kind of, like, always, like, a dick to them. Older brother, like, stuff, you know? And um, long story short, like, they end up getting together and, like, they're in love and whatever. And then he goes to college and she is a year younger. I mean, like... But, like, stuff happens. Like, they're teenagers. I think he, like, makes out with, like, one of her friends. But, like, again, like, they're teenagers. But, like, then he's in college and she's, like, a senior in high school. And I guess, like, he's not calling as often. I forget, like, everything that happens. But she ends up, like, his brother, like, and her become, like, friends while he's gone. And then, like, they end up having sex. And, like, I get because, like, they're young. So, like, I wouldn't really care No. Right. If she cheated with someone else, I think it's the brother aspect. That's well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the brother thing that is bothering me because, like, again, I get it. It's cute. Like, I'm not cute. I mean, like, it's like they're they're kids. Like, you have to remember that, obviously. But, you know, it's the brother thing that really kind of pissed me off or not pissed me off, but just like gave me. Yeah, that would just deter me a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, people were not happy. I think that that one, people were like, um people were i think fine with me saying that every summer after a couple wasn't staying together but um people were definitely mad because i said things we never got over i just like cannot imagine Knox and naomi and i know you didn't read this and you know that i just like have like a visceral hatred for this book i think i even gave it like four stars when i first read it because i was like oh like the writing wasn't bad but the more i think about the characters i hate them so much um Knox like <laughs> literally was like the worst male main character i think i've ever read like i hated him so much like the man is 43 and he goes outside in the morning to pee in his backyard why you have a fucking functioning toilet in your house it's just bizarre listen i will pee behind a dumpster in new york city i'm not like i'm not like some like highbrow oh i can only pee indoors kind of gal but why are you going and peeing in your backyard when you have a toilet inside yeah, I don't know. That's and he's so mean and he's so rude and like degrading. Oh my God, I hated him so much. There's like, I know the epilogue says that they stay together, but like they're getting divorced. Okay. Um, you heard no- it here first, people. <laughs> November 9th by Colleen Hoover. Again, like another book that I, like, when I was reading it, I was like really rooting for these two. And then like, I forget his name. Honestly, it's not worth it. She's, I think her name's Fallon. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He, Every year on November 9th, like, they meet up, whatever. They're, it's just, like, this whole thing. She was, like, burned, like, very badly, like, in a fire when she was, like, younger. You find out, first of all, at the end, that he's the one who started the house fire. And he kind of, like, just, like, becomes friends with her because he, like, has all this, like, internal guilt about it. And then he writes a book about it. But that's not even, I mean, that part, obviously, like, okay, you don't date the man who, like, lit you on fire. But the part that actually got me more was that, his brother was a pilot and his brother's married with a baby on the way and gets to a plane crash and dies. And then he ends up dating his brother's widow. That's weird. That's so weird. 
but at that, I feel like that's very common. Again, yeah, they were living together because he was helping with the baby and stuff, but, like, you're fucking your brother's wife. Yeah, that's a little strange. Again, just not for me. Um, what are the other ones that I had on that list? Those That was three of them. Um, Until I Get You by Claire Contreras. They, it was marketed as a hockey romance. I'm sorry. You want to know what? He played hockey for literally one chapter. That's not a hockey <laughs> romance. And, like, I just hated I hated that main character. Oh, my God. I hate when a man is, like, super, like, they don't speak for, like, years. And then he finds, the whole story just didn't make sense. It was so stupid. Don't read it. um and then there was one more i know there was two more the stopover by tl swan um i just think that jameson was just the worst i just don't see that marriage ever working out and then i put the goal which you can speak on this one by l kennedy because i'm just sorry there's no way that sabrina like at one point tucker is just gonna get so sick of her fucking shit and he's gonna take that darling little baby and he's gonna leave her for me but I also think he's just such a sweet, kind soul that he probably wouldn't because he wouldn't want to take his darling baby away from the mother. I just feel like at some point he's going to be like, this toxic woman and this our bitch. toxic relationship is so bad for my daughter that I have to leave and find a loving relationship that is not toxic Honestly, so that she I can see. Because she's fucking awful. I did not I like hated her. Sabrina so much like i admired the like drive to do better even like the drive to complete school while yes pregnant. like i had a girl my grad not my not my grad so when i was in grad school as an at you had certain classes with pts ot's and pas so like no shade to the fucking at's of the world like we always said like oh like the pts and pas were like yet yeah, you they were getting your a's and like the ot's would get the b's and we would get the c's in these classes <laughs> like we just weren't that brilliant hence people going for their fucking doctorates and pas anyway um but there was a girl that used to a woman girl no she looked like my age so like 25 at the time like she couldn't be been any older than 30 she was a pa student pregnant like i give you fucking like tremendous kudos because that shit even as an at was yes. fucking hard so like i commend her for going to school but like that's where my praise ends for this girl yeah otherwise she's a fucking capital c in my yeah opinion. no i didn't like her yeah no i just didn't i didn't like I, how you know, sabrina no treated reason, like don't treat people different like bad just because you were raised in a shitty fucking environment you know what i'm gonna say something it might be controversial but Sabrina gives me Nesta vibes. Like, just, like, you can't treat people who love like and that. care about you like they're dirt. Yeah. Like, yes, you can take things out on people who are closest to you, of course. Like, when I'm in a bad mood, my husband gets the brunt of it. 100%. But I don't treat him like he's a piece of shit. And I feel like Sabrina just, like, treated Tucker like he was, like, disposable. And, like, all he ever did was, like, love and care about her. And I just think he deserved better than that. I agree. Anyway, fight with me in the I'm with in, you. fight with me in in our DMs. I'll I stand by everything I've ever said. Anyway, your turn. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa's done. <laughs> and that's that on that. That's that on that. So I actually will start with my DNFs. I DNF'd one. And then I would say I stopped 15 pages into another one. Um so Resonance of Stars, it's the Greenstone Security Series. It's book number five. They're interconnected. Um, so it's about like a security firm who basically like takes care of their fucking rich and famous people. 
she's a superstar and she witnesses a murder. He's in the mafia who she sees like killing her ex-boyfriend or whatever. So the best way to protect her is by like basically just like making her disappear because anyone else that's gone into like witness protection against this guy have like end up dead like within a couple days. Um, obviously, like he's paying people off on the inside. Yeah. I got through, I think, 70 or 75% of this book. And it's not like the best part. No, let me say the best part of this book, the fucking grandmother. His grandmother was like a girl that I hope to be when I'm her age. She just was fucking awesome. Um, like really funny, witty, like kind of already, like he basically is lying to his family saying that he's fake dating this girl essentially because he never goes home after, like he's never been home. He, anytime he's ever gone home, like he just doesn't feel like he belongs. Like he was in the army, shit, obviously he saw, I didn't even get to that part. I don't even know if that, that gets talked about, but like he never goes home and all of a sudden he just shows up with this girl. So he's like, I can't like come to my family and basically like, Hey, I'm running from this guy who's essentially trying to like kill her. Like I'm bringing yeah. danger to your doorstep. I didn't mind it. I just didn't really like, I didn't really feel like there was a connection. Like it felt like there was some tension between, mind you, this is also closed door and I didn't realize that. So I just, I just like got really fucking pissed off when I got to the spice. But like there was an instant attraction. You can tell from other books that like there was an attraction there. So I understand why things were going to move and like that they felt this way. But she was like one day on the ranch saying that like she basically felt like this was home and like she loved these people and loved being here. And I'm like, you've been there for 24 fucking hours. How do you feel that way? Like how, like when I was reading, I was like, did I like accidentally skim over a part where like they like jumped ahead to like a couple weeks? Like give it a week, right. give it a week before you start throwing around that you love this place. Like she like was like, I sense my, a change in myself. And like from a girl who was basically repeatedly stated in the beginning of the book that she was a cold hearted bitch for reasons. Like she was protecting herself. So like, I get it. Okay. Like you put on this facade. But, like, her armor comes down the minute she walks through the door of this farmhouse in the middle of the country. And then he's no. like, I see that you were putting on, like, a like a, a facade. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But I feel like you got to give us a little bit more time before all those walls start crumbling. Like, I wanted to – I thought we were going to get some, like, head-banging banter. You know what I mean? Like, going yes. after each other. Like, that's the, because that's when I don't mind if it's closed door. Like, who cares about Spice? Like, I want good dialogue then. Like, if this girl mm -hmm. is, like – stubborn bitch and this guy's gonna put her in her place like let me see it i want to hear yes. it all but like it was not that at all um and that was like basically the whole book that i was getting to like i was at 70 to 75 percent and like nothing else had happened which makes sense in a romance story but like i was assuming that like this guy was gonna somehow sh show up after i think then this the other part that bothered me is like he kept talking dirty to her in the sense of like telling her what he was gonna do to her and then days kept going by I'm twitching <laughs> like like stop saying like you're gonna bend her over and fucking do these shit these things to her and like not fucking do them like I get that like you can be interrupted but like they just never played out uh, that okay so that bothers me in books when it's like all like they're about to kiss like there's just like really high tension moment and someone interrupts and then it's like a month later and they haven't kissed yet like yeah I'm sorry like I've been in situations like that and like an hour later you find that person and like and you're you kissing them you're doing or, something like, I don't I mean again like I haven't been single in like 14 years, but in college and stuff, like if it, you would just go, I mean, like you find ways. You yeah. Like, you or find like the time or the person is like, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And then like, you hang out the next day and like, yeah. and like, so, and, like, you know I get it. I mean? she like, was like pretending to fall asleep and like be asleep when he arrived. Like I get all that, but like, because he was broody, like I was expecting him to like 
flip her the fuck over, wake her up and be like, we're fucking doing this. Like, I don't know. I expected something. So like, I ended up just like spoiling the rest of the book. I think she runs back to California to like, I'm assuming to protect people. I just like stopped. I couldn't like it. And like so many people, it's rated 425. And I'm just like, I don't get it. So cool if you liked it. I wish I did, but I didn't. And then I also tried to read The Wrong Mr. Right. Um, I'm just typing into Goodreads. It's also gonna, book two of like, the Queen's Cove series by Stephanie Archer. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, and, yeah, why have I heard of this? So I got, again, you can, don't like come after me for this if you liked it. But like, because I only got 15 to 20 pages in. But like, it just, it seemed like everything was a bit choppy. Like, her dad would come in and they'd have to have a conversation. But then like, it would go to a different scene. And I'm like, yeah. well, we didn't even finish the first scene. And then they're gonna, I guess, fake date, but like she finds something on him to essentially use to her advantage. But like, it's because he was in a music video. Like, what do you mean no one else has seen this mu- music video? Like, I get like it, it might be like a like a music genre that's not super popular, but like, you're telling me that no one else knows that he's in a music video? I don't know. Again, I only got like 15, 20 pages in and I was like, yeah. I, I keep seeing like Stephanie Archer is like very popular right now. I've never read anything of hers. I know she just wrote a hockey romance. And I, again, like I know that this is, I haven't read it, so I can't judge this book. But I feel like authors now are just like, this is the popular thing to write about. And they're just like making like characters like hockey players. And like, yes, I understand like people who say like consider me and play with me are like too long like there's definitely like some stuff that could be taken out of those books like I agree I love them I give them five stars they are a little bit too long but when you're reading it like you can tell that one Becca is like a hockey fan like they're so real like I mean like yes there's a lot that is very unrealistic about them of course but like so, like, I know that she watches hockey. I know that she understands the game. I know that she, like, understands, like, the culture of, like, hockey, whatever. And so, like, it doesn't bother me that they're a little bit longer because I like the stories, like, the characters. And I like that it's, like, a true hockey romance book. They're actually playing the game. There's, like, she, like, I don't, I just hate that people are, like, writing these hockey romances. And, like, they don't, it's just, like, they're just, like, oh, yeah, he plays hockey. Like, make it like stop it yeah i mean i i guess like i can't even like complain too much because i didn't get too far in 15 to 20 pages is like you shouldn't be judging a book off that but like at no. the same time too kind of like i could like i couldn't even if like, we talked about this before like if it's a contemporary romance or a rom-com like it could be a three three five kind of a book and like it's still devourable like you can get through them you're not like hating it but like i couldn't even get past this and again it could just be maybe the mood i was in it's still on my Kindle. I have not removed it. Um, so let me, I'll figure out if I want to go back to it. Otherwise, I just finished The Wall of Winnipeg and me. The audio is fucking terrific. They redid it, the audio. It's it's a duet now. Yeah. Um, or duel, sorry. Um, it's fucking amazing. Aiden Graves is everything. Daddy. Really good My Wife vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, so give that a go if you want to. And then I did, because I am in a cowboy romance era. So Residence of Stars was kind of classified as a cowboy romance because the main character though security card is a cowboy like 
from his roots. Um, so I'm working my way through a couple, but I did Never Enough, which is the Meet Me in Montana series by Kelly Elliott. And book one was pretty good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I gave it a 3-5. Okay. It was a little insta-lovey for me, but I devoured it in 24 hours. So, like, there you go. I don't know. I thought it was really good. I think my next read, what was it going to be? Um, Rewrite Our Story. I think it's a best friend's sibling. I don't know. Anyway, that's my next one for a um, cowboy romance. We're going we're gonna to live that up. But I think I'm definitely going to do book two and meet me in Montana because it's about the friend obviously rated okay. a lot higher and I need to know like I feel like sometimes like book one always preps like the the side characters and you're like dying to know about the side characters yeah. so I will be reading book two always enough um I've also done <laughs> I listened to him on audio Finally. I got bullied so bad um it, it was okay <laughs> Katie's I got, I got confused. Like, I don't, I don't know why I could not keep the two characters straight. So I was like, wait, who the I mean, Jacob like, Morgan and Teddy fuck? Hamilton sound nothing alike. Sound nothing alike. But I was, for some reason, like, I thought for sure I'd be able to be like, okay, Teddy Hamilton is this person and Jacob Arden is, or whatever his name is, this person. I could not keep these characters straight. So I was so fucking confused. I was like, wait, who the fuck is, is the fucking pro? Like who, who? Wes is obviously Jacob Morgan. Cause he's like a bad boy he's got tattoos and then jamie's obviously the like the surfer boy from california well that's great for you um so anyway i gave don't it a four worry. don't worry guys kate she's only giving it a four because it's like my favorite book of all time yeah um but again maybe if i read it it would have been different these are these are two narratives i'm absolutely obsessed with and it could just be like maybe i zoned out for the wrong second and then just I missed one crucial piece that would have made me remember everything. But like I couldn't. The reason why I gave it like lower stars is because I could not keep them fucking straight. Pun intended. <laughs> Katie's getting locked out of the um, TikTok and Instagram. I'm changing the passwords, so no, she's this not. is the last time you're going to hear from her. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not that I didn't like the story. I liked them, and I liked like. It's okay. I you can say it. you can say that you're really giving it three stars, and you're only giving it a four because you're I would give it a three five because I enjoyed it and I like listened to it and there was times like I just like kept listening I just I could not it's because I could not figure out who was who like I I had to literally keep stopping and like looking at Goodreads and be like wait who the fuck's this um and then I also did Rootbound on audio and it was about time that I fucking did this book for by Tara DeWitt and it's I don't know if I'd call it a cowboy Ah! could ca- call it a cowboy. Ran- yeah, they're on a ranch. ranch. Um, it was fucking phenomenal. Tara DeWitt can do no wrong in my eyes. And that was like her first like book too. Like I really liked it. Yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned I did Yours Truly. I don't remember what we talked about last I night. don't think you talked about it. So Teresa also peer pressured me obviously into reading Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez and it was fucking incredible. You're welcome. There you go. Um, so I obviously had to segue right into book two and then buy the two physical copies. But I did obviously. them both on audio and they were phenomenal. I would say I think my favorite of the two might be yours truly. And I think it's I think it's mostly because I relate to um Jacob. Yeah. I relate to Jacob very much so. So yeah. And done and dusted. Did I talk about that one? 
Um, I want to say maybe you did last time, but I don't really remember. I can't keep track of like all of our conversations. Me either. Well, again, just true to cowboy romance era, Done and Dusted by Lila Sage. It was her debut um, book. It's only 285 pages. I personally think everyone should read it. It was really fucking good. The cover. Yeah. I said the cover's really cute. I do want to read it. I am slowly but surely making my way through my physical TBR still. So I have not, um, what's it called? Like I haven't, I haven't, I've been trying to not buy anything new. Um, yeah. So We'll see. Right now, I'm about to finish. Okay, so Nikki Sloan, um, her Nashville Neighbors series, like this girl, like just like writes straight up like Smart. porn. Like it is like literal porn. And um, I've liked all of them so far, except for the Doctor. Which, if you haven't heard me rant about the Doctor, I'm sorry. Actually, I should have added the Doctor to my list of people who will definitely never stay together. That man is literally a pedophile. Like disgusting. Talks about how he was thinking about fucking his son's girlfriend while they were taking prom photos. Yeah, it's disgusting. Horrible. Maybe it is on that video. I don't, you know what? I try to not think about Dr. Greg because he is an actual pedophile. You should make a part two. Do you think Nesta and Cassie will stay together? Well, yeah, they're mates. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fuck. If they weren't mates, take the meek part part out. I think that they would because I think that like she is a little soft for him. And I think that he's just like in love with her. He's so I, don't, I still don't so like cute. her. I mean, I still think he deserves better. Um, but yeah, the doctor, skip it. Disgusting. Unless you're into pedophilia, in which case, 911. Um, I'd like to report somebody. Anyway, um, the second book is The Architect. Like, so dirty, spicy. So, like, she, like, the girl is, they're, like, I I don't know. She's like a vet tech. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, she lives in her parents' pool house. Their neighbor is this architect. And she's always like, my neighbor is so hot, whatever. Anyway, I forgot like how they enter into this like, oh, like let's fuck kind of situation. But then he has to like go travel for work. But like prior to that, he brings her to like a sex club. And he like, he's like mentoring this like other guy. So he like, he like lets this guy like eat her out like while he watches like he like likes to watch and then while he's traveling he has this guy go to his house and he like they video like conference him and he tells like them like what to do but then like it turns into kind of like a polyamorous type of thing where then like now they're all together um but like literally like this like the spice insane and then the third book is the pool boy and it's um, they they all like live in the same neighborhood. Um, she is an old, like maybe like an older woman, like in like her like early forties. And she starts dating her best friend's like 20 something year old son. And he wants to be a singer and she works for like a record label and they like have like a little thing and it's like really spicy. Now the one I'm reading now is called the frat boy. Well, I'm listening to it on audio and it's at these two college kids, like a sorority sister and a fraternity brother. And they get into this like fight during this, like, I don't fucking know thing that like all this all the sororities and frats, all of Greek, like they're like competing against each other to win like the house cup or like some weird shit. And they end up fighting. So like the two of them get kicked out and now they have nowhere to live. So they like become porn stars basically. Amazing. And so they both get like, they both go on these like job interviews 
where like basically like they have to live in this house with these like other porn stars and like they create like videos and like all this content like within this house but like they hate each other at first but like their sex is like electric and now they're like falling in love and they're like all just like banging each other <laughs> so if you just want smut like no, that's what i was excited like literally like it is just straight up like filthy dirty smut like in the best way but um yeah i mean don't listen at work like list like it listen like risk yeah <laughs> like depending upon where you are um, there's no greater fear than being at work with an audiobook on and it's like a spicy scene you're like please don't disconnect and like the, i listen like literally like i listened on my way home from work yesterday and like one chapter was the entire 40 minute ride home and it was all sex damn and I was like, there's what kind of research she's doing for these books. Yeah, like, like how do you they were like doing like a scene. They were doing a scene and like the one guy was like the professor and she was like the bad student, and then like another student. I was just like, what is happening? I'm like sweating thinking about it. Um, and then I just started reading um Royally Not Ready. I wanted to try that. I know that you weren't a huge fan of the audio version. Um, but I'm only like three chapters in, so so far so good. But I'll keep you guys posted because I do like Megan. Yeah, the Megan Quinn book. Oh yeah, keep me posted. Yeah, because like I like Megan (laughs) Quinn, but some of her, but some of her books are hit or miss for me because of the female main characters. I think that they can be a little. That was my one thing with this audiobook. But that's why I'm wondering if the audio is like different than how I'm reading her. So I'll let you know what I what I think. Yeah. Again, I could have just been in a weird mood. I liked the audio, um, the male narrator. It's British accent, so it was lovely. I am starting People We Meet on Vacation on audio. You know what's really funny is that I keep saying that I want to, like, listen to – I want to, like, reread that via audio um, because it's it's my – I loved it. It's just, like, my least favorite of the Emily Henry books, and I kind of just, like, want to relive it. I hear you. So let me know how the audio is. I assume it, is it Julie Whelan? Yes. And then Julia, I assume it's whatever. Then I assume yeah. it's going to be great. I'm very excited. So I'm going to start that. And then I am how far into? I mean, I started Divine Rivals so two good. days ago. I am fucking obsessed. Like fucking obsessed. I'm forty so percent into it. Um, it just obviously takes me a little bit longer to read just because of I, my child, but so it's like easier to do audio, but like, yeah. I didn't want to put it down last night and I was like, no, you must sleep. <laughs> you must, you must sleep. Yeah. That's, and, uh, that's what I have. We both have to read lady of darkness. Cause that is what we are podcasting about next week. So once I finish royally, not ready, which I am, I took the day off tomorrow. I'm going to the beach. Oh, how lovely for you. I just was like, I need to like go like spend time alone and like relax and get tan. And I was going to take off today because I had the doctor appointment this morning. And I, but I was like that, I was home by 7.30. So I was like, I don't really need to do that. Um, by the way, yeah. So after I finish that, which I'll probably finish tomorrow or at the very latest Thursday, then I will pick up Lady of Darkness right after. Yeah. I figure when I finish Divine Rivals, I'll pick up Lady of Darkness. Yeah. And that is all she wrote. And that's it. So we have Lady of Darkness, Spilling the Tea. Um, and that should bring us to the end of July. And then so wild. two Spilling the Teas that month. We're going to do Red, White, and Royal Blue. Uh, oh, yeah. We're also going to watch the movie. I think Mary's going to come. So maybe we'll do like, I don't know. We'll, we'll look at the calendar and discuss. And then we'll post on our Instagram 
Wednesday when this drops. We'll post on our Instagram um, the poll of which of the three books you want us to do for August. So it's Ember in the Ashes, The Soul of Blood and oh, whatever, the Castile book that's coming out. Book. And then what was the other one? <laughs> Oh, a curse, a curse so dark and lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one of those three, we'll put it up Wednesday so you guys can help us pick. Um, but other than that, I got nothing. Same. All right. Well, on that note, Katie Jean. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the BFF.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.